Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly. Now it's time to take a look ahead to what the future holds for the property market here in Singapore and what a year 2022 was when it came to property. We saw new cooling measures introduced. We saw housing prices continue to go up and rental rates continue to increase. And let's not forget interest rates as well. So what does the future hold for 2023? Well, to give us a recap of the past year as well, us to look ahead. We're joined now by Ismail Gafour, CEO of Propnex. Ismail, thank you so much for joining us today. Morning, morning, Rachel. Indeed, my pleasure. I mean, as you said, it was definitely an exciting roller coaster year of emotions, prices, interest rate hikes, and everything was exciting, I must say. So what would you say were the key highlights for you when it comes to the property market in 2022? I think a couple of things, but one of the things here is this, if I put it in one sentence, Rachel, I would say 2022, we saw the strength of the housing demand pushing home prices to new highs, despite some formidable challenges, fast rising interest rates, as we mentioned, economic uncertainties, concerns over global recession, as well as cooling measures. And we are talking about two cooling measures. One was in December 2021 and September uh, 2022. But despite all these things, the real estate market in 2022, I would say was resilient. And that said, though, with a resilient real estate market, whose market is it? Is it a buyer's market, a seller's market? It's certainly not a renter's market. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's very difficult to point the finger to say who benefits the most out of it. But obviously, the sellers and the landlord were much more happier. But even a seller who sell his smaller house, and when he become a buyer to buy a bigger house, he isn't so happy having to fork out so much more higher price. So I would put it that actually the rising prices and rents are actually symptomatic of an imbalance in demand and supply. And that's what we experienced throughout in not only 2022, but for some time in the last couple of years. Simply put, the supply was unable to cope with the surge in demand over the past couple of years. And I must say, buyers today still remain very sensitive to the rising interest rates. And many of them are cautious entering the market. But irregardless, I must say, Singaporeans, to an extent, are flushed with liquidity. And that's where we saw some of the new launches selling at the launch weekend, 75%, 80 over percent, and Amor residents sets a record, 98% were sold on a launch weekend, Rachel. My goodness. I mean, so talk about the cooling measures that you mentioned, though. I mean, have they had any impact? What impact have they had on the property market here? I think when we look at it, there were two cooling measures that we can definitely talk about. Mm. Uh, I would say something that was more more severe or maybe more impactful was the one in that was in December 2021. Uh, to be exact, was 16 December 2021, where the government increased the ABSD stamp duties mm. by 5% to some extent That's up right. to even 10 and 15%. But for example, Generally, the guideline from the authorities were if you're first timers, you're not affected. 
and uh, there wasn't any change in the ABSD. But even for Singaporean buying a second property, it was increased from 12% to 17%. And for foreigners, 20% to 30%. And that seems to be hefty, you know. Rachel, mm. can you imagine? Singapore properties are not cheap either. And foreigners who come and buy properties generally don't look at outlying areas. They look at properties right. in the core central regions. And we are talking about properties at a price tag of 5 million, 8 million, 10 million and more. And you have to fork out 30% of 10 million is 3 million Singapore dollars in additional stamp duties. So in any case, what happened was with all these uh, levers being tightened, and, and one of the main reasons here is, is the government was very concerned mm. uh, with a double-digit price growth in 2021. And especially in the fourth quarter, in a single quarter, the property prices went up by 5%. And the government was very, very concerned, are these sustainable in the long term? And that's where it seems to be a bit hefty, but the government indeed calibrated the additional stamp duties upward. You know what is the effect at the end of the day? It only gave a temporary cool-off in the market. Mm. Immediately, the first quarter after the cooling measures were announced, the property prices dropped from 5% to 0.7%. And as you mentioned, we've still seen strong demand when it comes to a lot of these new launches in the market despite the cooling measures. Yeah, the, the fact here is this, it only went down for mm. one quarter and thereafter the second and third quarter in 2022, prices started to move up by three and over 3%. Mm. So generally, I think one of the key factors here is this, I must really attribute it to the imbalance of the stock that is available today. Today, we are experiencing tightness of supply, not only in the new launches, uh, even in the resale market, mm -hmm. and for that matter, even in the rental sector. Um, and, and if you realize, Rachel, the rental segment have gone up on average more than 20% yeah. in, within one year. And we are talking about the 20% is on an average of the island-wide. In some of the instances, landlord have increased the rental by 40%. Yeah. And that, that's really giving some kind of an, a stress to many tenants out there. So what's your outlook for the year ahead then, Ismail? Can we expect a similar trend? We'll start off by looking at the rental market. Can we expect rents to continue at this kind of increase in rate? No, I really don't think so. I really don't mm. think so. Uh, the rental are expected to go up at such pace that what yeah. we have experienced in year 2022 because definitely it is not sustainable. Mm. Um, but on and, and the good news is also we are expecting almost close to 20,000 new houses are mm. going to attain TOP. That means there will be another 20,000 houses, private property I'm referring to, where many of these owners or the investors are going to collect the keys. But not every house will be put on rental market. And those properties that were purchased as an investment are likely to come on the market as part of a rental supply. Hopefully, I am expecting a little bit of an ease off, but it is not going to be a negative growth. I still think the demand is strong, especially with the borders being open, more workforce coming into Singapore. Mm. Uh, probably, maybe, I hope single digit to at best is a low double digit, maybe 10 to 12% increase in rental is a possible scenario in 2023. And what are your thoughts then when it comes to the private property market as well as um, as the, the public housing market? As you mentioned, we're expecting more launches, TOPs in the year ahead. 
What does this yeah. mean for property prices? Yeah, property prices, I we still think that it is going to be a positive growth, but it may not be as what we witnessed in the last two years. In 2021, it was, as I said, a double digit, more than 10%. And for 2022, we expect it to end off with about 9 to 10%, because for the first three quarters, nine months, it has gone up by 8%. So we are going to exceed 2022 close to 10, while 2021 exceeded 10. And for 2023, our expectations or forecast, property prices are expected to go up anything in the range of 6 to 7%. So it is okay. very much moderated from the double digit. But why are we still positive about the mm. prices still going up here is because Rachel if you look at it, many of the land bids have been secured at a relatively high price uh, and there are many notable new launches are expected to come some are relatively bigger developments uh, at Dunman at mm -hmm. Pine Grove Tembusu and we also have got Tiamsu and some of these developments all the land were purchased well above $1,300 per square foot per plot ratio which means the developers will have to sell it at another new benchmark prices for such locations. So I'm quite certain these things are going to push the prices further up come 2023. Okay, so Isma, my last question for you is, last time we did a year recap and I asked you, you know, what is the perfect property? Um, and we spoke about a freehold property, a freehold landed proper property, possibly in the East. From your perspective, where are the areas of opportunity and what do you think is the perfect property when it comes to um, purchase, resale, new launch? What are your thoughts? I certainly think uh, this year, if I will still put, Lender property as one of the gold mines should be in the radar of anyone who can afford. Mm. Um, because we know, I think sometimes, Rachel, gold doesn't go up as much as the lender property in Singapore over time. Yep. So people should still look out for. And the only thing here is this, I'm not going to say it is only on the eastern part of Singapore. Mm. As long as it is a lender property in any part of Singapore, uh, it is definitely a very reasonable investment in the long term. People can uh, expect it to appreciate. But there are also other opportunities, I must say. I also want to say the core central region, the mm. CCR, uh, there are many developments, not only freehold, it could also be 99, where the developers have bought some of these land sites much earlier and they have still unsold stocks. What am I trying to say here is this. Today, if you witness this year in year 2022, last year, and even in 2023 right now, some of the mass market condos have all crossed the $2,000 per square foot mark. While the RCR, the rest of the central region, has crossed the 2004, while the core central region remains at 2,800 to 3,000, that means the gap has narrowed so much mm. between the core central and the outlying areas. Therefore, for those people who can really afford, I would say, Rachel, is seriously worth looking at the core central region as an investment opportunity, as we witness. With the borders opening, more foreigners are coming in to pick up the core central region properties as well. That's right. Well, Ismail, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Indeed, my pleasure, Rachel. 
Thank you. We've been speaking with Ismail Gafoor, CEO of Propnex, for his thoughts on what the year ahead holds for the property market here in Singapore. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.